when relationships end, I believe that the most difficult part of it is acceptance. When one party refuses to accept or is so hurt that they are not able to see the best way to move forward. When my relationship ended with my ex, we still had, um, my, my son was still a minor, he was a baby, he was under a year old. And I had to make a quick decision on how I wanted to live my life, what I wanted for myself. The way I see it is that when one party comes to the other one and lets them know that they want the relationship to end, they've had a good thought process. It's been proven in their minds for a certain period of time. They made a decision based on what they felt was good for them or best for them. And they come up to you and let you know. Well, in most cases, they will let you know. Sometimes you find out. And I understand that the way that you find out or how the relationship ends, for the most part, is what makes it painful to the party that has been rejected. There are people who end relationships by acting out so that the other party will be the one to end it based on the bad behavior they have exhibited. There are people who are bold enough to come to you and lay out the plan on what they think has gone wrong. And if you're intuitive enough, you may agree to a certain extent with that person. Regardless of how the relationship ends, I think most people always forget that the most important thing is how you move forward with your life after that person. Now, granted, sometimes there are relationships that have children or pets or property or money attached to it. But I think it's still the same concept. If you're objective enough to yourself, with yourself, you have to decide what is best for you, especially if the other person is willing to be understanding enough. Because of course we have crazy people who want to end the relationship and then have you suffer as they're doing that. But I think for the most part, most people are not that vindictive or that bad. There are a few bad apples, yes. And we hear about them once in a while. This conversation is vied more to people who are not vindictive and who are not evil. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you find yourself in a relationship that is about to be shattered, what is the best thing for you moving forward? When my relationship ended, I had to be really objective. I had to like pull myself back and think, okay, when did it start to break down? Because you know, what signs were there? that I didn't want to see because you know. What are the signs that you did see? And when you come to analyze all of this and you have also agreed with the person, well, not necessarily agreed, you have come to analyze all of this and you realize that this person who is breaking up with you is serious because not only are they breaking up with you, they also have a plan for themselves to move forward. That means they really thought this through. When you find yourself in that position, the best thing to do is to come to a quick conclusion of what is best for you. When my ex and I broke up, I didn't ask him for anything. He was in a better position than I was, financially at least. After a couple of months, maybe two, three months of being hurt and angry and trying to decide, okay, this has happened, what do I do? I came to a quick conclusion objectively on what was best for me because I knew what was best for me was going to be best for my children. So I decided quickly that I had to cut off emotionally from him. And it wasn't difficult to do that because 
I also had come to the conclusion that he had cut up emotionally from me. So there was no point. What am I fighting for? What are you fighting for when the other person doesn't want you? There's nothing to fight for. They've made it clear. Just believe and accept what they tell you. So when I found myself in that situation with somebody who had told me that he was done, I had to think of what was best for me. And what was best for me was to have a clear picture of what my future was going to look like, what I wanted to do for myself. I didn't ask for child support, but I knew in my heart that anything that he had, I would get. If he was in a good financial position, I would get it. Now, I know that most people will say, well, he's the father of the children. Don't let him get off the hook. He's not off the hook. He's still a father no matter what he does. Now, if you end up with a man who doesn't want to be responsible for his kids, ask yourself this question. Did I make a bad decision? Did I choose the wrong person? Or is he just plain evil? If he's plain evil, you have nothing. There's nothing you can possibly do because that's just his makeup, right? But if you pick the wrong person, if you pick to be with somebody who is so irresponsible, even to his own children, that's on you. Seriously. You made the wrong choice in a human being. Now you have to deal with it. And then you can deal with it, of course, in any way that you choose. But when you pick the right person, but it just didn't work with the right person, be objective, be reasonable in your demands. The point I'm trying to make here is when you have the right person in your life, regardless of if the relationship works out or doesn't work out, what you find is that you can be cordial, you can be friendly and amicable because there's still some level of respect regardless of the relationship not working out. With my ex in particular, I can call him up anytime that I want. But even when he was married, I had full access to him. Because we were friendly and we still had the children. I can call him up anytime. And he also knew that anytime that I called him, it had to be for a good reason. I would, if I called him in the middle of the night, he would pick up his phone. Because he would know that something had happened. Because I wasn't unreasonable. I never asked him for a dime. But once in a while, I would get something in the mail, something in my account, because he knows where my heart lies. He knows that I'm also as responsible as he is. Now, you're going to think, oh, that's unusual. It's not. It's not unusual. It's unusual for people to talk about them, maybe, but it's not unusual. There are a lot of people in relationships that didn't work out with children that are amicable. What I find is that when people are not amicable, when they're not friendly, and you're emotionally done with a person, the sky is the limit. Emotionally done, however, can mean two different things. That you don't give a damn about the person if they leave or if they die, and you're just moving forward. Or that you're okay with the person just being another human being on the face of this earth, but you're not tied to that person in that way anymore. You're looking forward to other things, and you're going to allow that person to also look forward to their own lives in a different way. When you're emotionally done, there's no jealousy, there's no bitterness, there's no anger. It's almost like you have another friend who just happened to have some kind of tie to you. I'm in that space right now. And most people think it's awkward. It's not awkward. It's freedom. 
is the freedom to be in a space with that person and you feel nothing. If you're going to end up being somebody who's bitter because of the way the person treated you, don't forget that you're also going to be investing your time and your energy and most likely your resources to plan a revenge. And you better make sure the revenge is worth it. Is a dead relationship worth your energy and your stress? Is a dead relationship worth the pain that you're brewing inside your soul? Is it worth it? I don't think so. Get a life. When it's done, it's done. Just get a life, move forward, be better. Get something better for yourself. Look forward to a better future for yourself. As long as, of course, the person in question is not evil. Anyway, that's what we're getting. Let's watch you think. Let's get you talking and thinking just a little bit more.